Hi, I'm Christian. Hi, I'm Jim. Hi, I'm Dan. Hi, I'm Hank. And this is the Football Musketeers. Okay, welcome back everyone to the, the Football Musketeers. Um, been a lot going on recently. I think we're going to have a look at some of the England teams that have been posted on Facebook, etc. And then we're going to get into some chat and probably not be able to avoid VAR. So, um, Christian, do you want to take us through a couple of the teams? Yeah, I've got one here um, that caught my eye from Matt Burgess. Uh, he's gone with Pope in goal, Alexander-Arnold right back with Gomez and Dyer in the middle, and we've got Kyle Walker at left back. Okay, so he's gone forward at back. And we've got Henderson as a sitting mid. And in front of him, you've got Sterling, Grealish and Sancho with two up top with Kane and Calvert-Lewin. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's an interesting for it, <laughs> He's certainly going for well, it. He's, he's pushing. Henderson's going to be doing a lot of running. Ten every game. I think he's got confused with fantasy football or champo and, uh, and actually what is required in a team that plays at an international level. I mean, let me guess his manager is Kevin Keegan. I was about to say, the chances attack, attack, are his idol's Keegan. Yeah. We'll score more than you. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be, it'd, be nice, it'd be nice to understand what some of the thinking behind that was. But um, I think we can safely say that um, Matt needs to go back to the drawing board, Christian. So maybe we should just move on. Um, yeah, we'll pie team. Do we want to look at one that's actually realistic rather than um, than uh, what Matt's proposed? Uh, I mean, we thank him for it. Because it's yeah, well, thanks. interesting. Yeah, thanks. yeah, good input, but not expecting not a basketball score fact, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, I've got another one here from Craig Taylor. He's gone 4-3-1-2. Uh, Nick Pope in goal. Trent at right back with Gomez and Mings as the centre-backs. Chilwell left back. Then a midfield three of Grealish, Henderson and Foden. Uh, Sterling as a number 10 behind Kane and Calvert-Lewin. Is that not off basically just the same as that Matt Burgess's one? There's no way Grealish and Foden are sitting. No, but is it, is it, oh, there's chance. at least the presence of a midfielder there, I suppose. It's interesting how everyone's going for Pope and Henderson so far. I think people have realised that Henderson Mark. does do a reasonable job. I know everyone doesn't like him, but you can't have 11 fashionable players, I suppose, can you? You've got to have some kind of workhorse in there. Or Value he adds is unreal. Yeah. Yeah, I... I he grew on me. In his Sunderland days, I wasn't a massive fan, but his consistency... And, um, he's got better every season, well. Liverpool. better yeah. every season. So I was talking to a few people this week about two up top. Is this is this the new thing? Are people going to start doing the two up top thing again? I think we spoke about it before, didn't we? But there seems to be... We're trying to shoehorn Calvert-Lewin in with Kane, aren't we, in some of these teams, I think? Yeah, there's quite a few submissions where they've gone two up top. Um, well, it means you sacrifice either... You either sacrifice the, like someone at the back and just go for it, or you do sacrifice the midfield and play narrow. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say you, you lose your width in some in a lot of the formations you have to play. And you can't play four or two anymore. It's just and you obsolete. need four decent defenders. Yeah, it's an obsolete formation nowadays. You take that fifth defender away, I think you get a lot more exposed than having a second striker. You see what, I mean? no, Look, what, what you gain from it. 
Yeah, maybe we should go with six three one, considering our defenders are that good. Thinking <laughs> seven. Then that brings brings me slightly back onto another comment that I think you guys wanted to comment on, which is from Sam Walters. Uh, basically, just pointed out some errors in our ways in the way we were discussing our team on the last episode. Uh, and I, I want to back this Sam was up because that's what I said. You was all slating the defenders. And yet you still weren't at five at back. Just why not go yeah. for it? I agree with Sam. Yep, I did as well. What? You know, on reflection, it's, he's, he's talking sense, isn't he? We bang on about how poor they are and we're trying to, you know, weigh up who's doing what and then we pick five of them. <laughs> I don't, you I don't three think, pick five of them. I don't think we should, uh, don't think we should be too harsh on ourselves because if you're not good at something, you tend to plow more into it don't you so um there is a little bit of rationale you know if you're not good at doing something i mean maybe we should go for two goalkeepers with that well, so, i want to go back to the point where we're talking about the two strikers could we make it work and we'd have to sacrifice a defender what do we think would the pros and cons would we lose more losing the fifth defender Versus what we gain with a second striker. I think we, I think we definitely gain with another striker, especially if it's DCL. We'd be more exposed at the back, wouldn't we? Yeah, we're fucking that score. I think it depends on the game, um, like the way the manager sets the team out, because it's all well and good having that extra striker, but if all he's doing is just sitting back and basically becoming an extra midfielder, you're not really going to gain much. So I think it depends on. The instructions that the manager's giving that striker and making sure they are actually going to play as a striker and not just get caught into a midfield battle. You're not going to... Do either of them, are they prone to do that? Mm, Did you see off. Kane or Calvert-Lewin dropping off? Mm. Yeah, Kane does it all the time for Spurs. Kane plays as a number 10, really, doesn't he? He's not really a number 9 for Spurs. Yeah, he, he drops in lowest. There's think... probably a time and a place. So then on that to... basis, it wouldn't be such a bad thing, would it? No, potentially no. not. No, it'd probably be more suited to Kane, I think, because he's used to having Son run up, run off of him, isn't he? So, an extra outlet for Kane to play into. All right, so gold star for Sam. Is there any more, Christian, that we want to look at? <laughs> or any anyone else that needs to get given a bit of grief? Yeah, Sam, if you have a listen, mate, pat yourself on the back. Well done. Uh, we have got uh, Stuart Miller. He's gone for Henderson in goal. A similar back four. We've got Trent. Maguire, Dyer, and Walker. Walker is a left back. Don't like that. Why does everyone know. assume that Walker can play left back? <laughs> everyone loves, left everyone back. loves him. Left What's wrong back? with Chilwell? I mean, <laughs> disgusting choice that. Um, midfield two of Winks and Rice. Obviously, Winks gets the nod. Get out there, Winksy. Come on, boy. Then uh, front four of Sterling, Foden, Sancho, and Kane. So Foden adopts in a number 10. Not that Foden's. Like, hmm. putting in a couple of teams. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, apart, apart from the Walker at left back, and I mean, I'm not a fan of Diana. It's not, I don't mind that. Okay, anyone is either. Declan Rice and Winks, do they, I mean, are they ever going to face the right way? <laughs> it's a very sideways format. Isn't yeah. It? Per, personally, I, I would, Rice and Hendo for me, I think. No, sorry, Winks and Hendo. Um, I think Henderson. Henderson's a must, I think. I think that, that's one thing we proved, haven't we? We've proved that Hendo's 
Hendo's got to play. Um, and all but one of the submissions. Uh, Pickford was only in one of the submissions that we got. So I think that's another one that is universal. I'm going to have, I might have to let I might have to let that Pickford one go. I think so. It's unanimous <laughs> yeah. in it. Hardly uh, anyone agrees with me, and I can understand why. I suppose well, I'm going to have to let that one go. Unless... Yep. You'll be, you'll Sorry, be careful because you'll get all this you get all this grief on Twitter if you carry on, you know, going against the country with your Pickford demands. Um, <laughs> I mean, if everyone could see you with that little wizard thing going on that you got going there, <laughs> I'm assuming that you'd probably get some abuse anyway. So yeah, anyway, so it's not. So is any is anyone aware, aware of any? Are we are we done with you? The England stuff. Now we're we gonna. So, so Sam was the overall shining star. Yeah, we were proved oh. wrong with a couple of bits, and some people had some interesting stuff. But generally, no one knows what they're talking about. Is it's that? Very, yeah, pretty much everyone's got a different approach, and they've played different players. So yeah, we'll take a moral victory on that. Was thing. it, Christian? Was there any comments on the manager front? Did anyone say anything on that? Uh, one. I think we had one for Southgate. I saw people. that. So, so Southgate is a must. Yeah, Southgate, it must, of course. Apart from that, we'll, that. From, we'll move on from that comment. Uh, that was Dean Jolly. Southgate, of course. What a stupid question. Wow. Mm-hmm. There you go. Love to know the substance behind that. Yeah. Southgate plays out there. So I've, I've got a question for the group. So the government announced that people can go back to watch football. Does that mean that anyone can actually go and watch any football? Or um, is this all just a big facade? Naturally, there's no football that anyone can go and see because we're all um, allowed to go to Primark, allowed to go to the gym, um, but not allowed to watch any football still. Because I can't work out any games that we can go and watch unless anyone else can. Charlton? No, thanks. We've got to go to Primark. <laughs> you asked and I delivered. Yeah. Well, you'll get a, you'll get a bigger crowd in Primark probably, won't you? <laughs> well, yeah, there's only two thousand people allowed each. Oh, so you you going on Saturday then? No. Oh. the law the law the lure to go wasn't quite enough, was it? No, well, I don't think I'll be going this season to this safe. I think. All right, bless you. What safe from what losing? <laughs> yeah. Jim, I can't have anyone. I can't have you come at me. You don't support anyone. I can't have you come at me, mate. It means nothing. I have to because the way you behave with Pickford and all sorts, you get so uptight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Jim. You're not wrong. Be careful. He's a fucking wizard. You don't know what he can do to you. Just bear that in mind. Look, he's got his wizard drink there. What is that you're drinking? <laughs> Put your wand away. Potion, isn't it? Oh, it's a potion. A potion. Right. We can't avoid it. We can't avoid it. I know Jim's got it on the agenda every time we talk, but huh. we just Ollie Watkins. It's got to be discussed, doesn't it? it? Has to be discussed. Oh no, I've gone here already. Oh my god! Well, we ain't talking hair. about nothing else then. His armpit hair was offside, wasn't it, or something? I heard. <laughs> it was the analysis afterwards, and we were actually at the point we've had a Premier League game that's been played. There's been a nonsense decision that's affected the outcome. And the mm. bit that they're all analysing and debating, that we're now at the point they're talking about the length of the shirt sleeves because that's what's deemed to the point of it being offside. So now they're saying, 
well, the teams are going to start shortening. What are they going to be planning? V-neck tank tops. Yes. <laughs> well, 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 I've got a better idea. I've got a better idea, Jim. Why don't we remove their arms? Right? I've been thinking about this. You can't get done with handball. Your arm yep. can't be offside. Just take the arms off from the shoulder. Right? We it's take probably a lot more of beneficial. Of it. It's probably more beneficial than having VAR. Yeah. Well, we had a we had a discussion on it, didn't we? That the when the when the game had just finished and you know, I think my view is that um you, you never you, you're not gonna the technology's not gonna all of a sudden disappear. So we've got to find a better way of using the technology, but using it more wisely or more reasonably to, to figure something out because at the moment <clears throat> it is it's ruining it and it's absolutely ruining it for so me. It, so it is the issue VAR or is it the offside rule? I think the rules need I think the rules need to be looked at. But to my in point line, the other night, do we need to VAR. Well I just think I just think that I think Gary Neville was having a good argy-bargy with um, Carragher on, you know, it's going down to inches now. Um, but they're What's not, that? I mean, I think the argument was that he was he was kind of being pushed, wasn't he, at the yeah, time in which he was deemed offside. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, we, we, we either take those types of things into, into consideration or we shut up and get on with what we've got. And if it's offside, it's offside. Or we change the rules but still use the technology, which I think is the way to go because the technology isn't going away. So we need to find a, a better way of allowing the football to flow. So changing the rules in some way, I think, personally. And if that's daylight or if it's, you know, some other way of making the decision, um, I mean, we can't make it take longer, can we? Because that is an issue in itself. Um, yeah, I think another problem is when you've got the VAR and the offside. It's that last night. Technically, they got the wrong decision because yes, he was offside, but the foul was happening before he was in an offside position. So technically, should that not have been a penalty? So yeah, that's like, not VAR's fault. That's not VAR's fault. That's the that's person manning the VAR. That's an opinion, and a foul is an opinion. It's not like but the offside the... where it's definitive. Yeah, that that is the issue. It's binary, isn't it? It's it's just clear cut. It's yes or no. But sure. the problem is, right? The fans want it which way and every way, right? We want it to be fair. Um, I think we briefly talked about the all of the revenue is created from the fans. So why not ask the fans what they think? You know, get get them to vote about what they think, and then. You know that the fans have voted for what they want. Um, problem is, it'll be like a Brexit, wouldn't it? It'll be 52, 48, or something, and then you'll have 48 percent of people that are giving everyone grief. Um, oh, yeah, we're all going on marches. <laughs> so, just really quickly, then, from each of us, what what would you what would you do about it if tomorrow you're an, you're um, able to make a decision around what we do, and it doesn't need to be. You know that it's in, that that's going to happen tomorrow. But what would be your way forward to deal with this then? Stop going to the control centre and go pitch side and use some common sense. Well, I agree with that. I think it should, like Jim said, not go away from the ground. 
and if a goal scored, I think the ref should go to the pitch every time, every pitch side every time, review the goal, and you should change the side rule. What do you change? Yeah. What would you change in the offside rule? So personally, I think you can only be offside. Um, I mean, the armpit, you are offside, but you're not gaining an advantage, but you're still offside. Yeah, if you're leaning forward, you are gaining an advantage, if that makes sense. So yeah. in regards to what I change, I don't know what I would change because you can't if you're putting your arm out, you're not gaining an advantage, pointing where you want to be past the ball. That's not gaining an advantage. But if you are leaning forward, your head's yeah. obviously going to be ahead, isn't it? Yeah. So it, they need, I, I don't know the solution. Or I can't give you what I think I would change for the offside rule. Could it, it does need to be some form of leniency. But based on that, Dan, couldn't you say that it's the centre of your body or something? So, you know, roughly halfway up your body, so three foot off the floor. Then we, then we get some more angles involved. We get a compass out and, and bits see, and why, pieces. But... Why not include the arm? Let's make it fair. Why not include every part of your body? The furthest part of your body that's forward, why not just use that? Yeah, okay, you can't score with your own. I agree, but that would eradicate, oh, his armpit is offside. Well, all right, yeah, he's got long nails, he's offside. I would do the he's opposite. Off. I would remove I would remove the arms and the chest and everything. I would just have head and feet. I would just say that's the only defining factors you go by, your head and your feet. The two main things that you score a goal with, if, that, if you're leaning forward, your head's going to be in, you know, you're gaining an advantage because you're, Obviously, on the front foot, and then your feet. Obviously, if you're ahead of the defender, you're ahead of the defender. A lot of attackers play side on, so they're running mm. in behind. Or do you know what I'd do about it? I'd, I'd get rid of the whole thing. I don't think it was a big enough issue before to have generated this requirement. I would just go back to just letting the referee and the linesman do their jobs, but I would give them. Well, why not have four linesmen? Oh, What's the it. problem with having four linesmen? That's what um, do. Yeah, and why not give them? Why not have four linesmen, a referee, and why not actually give them better training, more intense, pay more money, um, and do it that way? Because I don't understand why you wouldn't have four linesmen. I don't I, I just, argue with that. Yeah, I just, I just think that. Where would you put the other? Where would you put the other one? Where would you put the other two? I've been running around a bit like, well. like the other side. So the other side to where the linesman would be now. Yeah. Yeah. The left yeah. yeah. And if, if needs be, um, whoever's nearest has the final decision. So. Or you, or you do, like both, if both flags go up, it's done. If only one flag goes up, you go and review it at the pitch side and then let it be the rest decision. Yeah. Or you just ask the other linesman, were you sure or not sure? Quick discussion. I, I I think that I mean it's a little bit out there, but four linesmen. I mean they did the ones next to the goals. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. That was weird, wasn't it? I mean, you're right. Yeah. yeah, Christian, it's you very similar to American football. Yeah, they have line judges yeah. and everything. Line judges with a yellow flag, don't they? And if they've yeah. seen an infringement or whatever, they pull the flag up and then it's reviewed. Yeah, I was thinking that. I don't know how. I mean, NFL is a lot. It's a lot more stop-start. It's in phases, isn't it? So it's easier for the refs to be 
in and out of the way, whereas football's so much more fluid, it's probably going to be tricky. But, I mean, do we just get rid of offside anyway? Just get, uh, that's one way to do it. Probably get rid of it. Get rid of offside. I'm going to get rid of it. It's uh, everyone will play really deep then and it will get boring. But I think, you know, people always come back to, well, what if a massive mistake's made at Wembley in the playoff final and it's worth 300 million or whatever? Well, unlucky. Why not have it? Why not have it? Why not have VAR for the big games? A pile yeah. of like, Burnley Southampton's off. Huh? But then you've got yeah, to define what a big game is. Yeah, I think what we do know as a group that it's not working for us as entertainment and ultimately it's, it is entertainment. Um, we don't go to see uh, full technical ability and how technology is managing to measure everything to the nth degree. We watch it yeah. for entertainment. So I think, um, I think there's some good points there. I think they, they should take notice of us and maybe consider some of their, um, some of our points. I mean, I I was listening and excuse me for this to Piers Morgan this morning talking about Tomo on BBC and the Lincoln game, and um, they were talking they were talking to a feminist about um, I need to be careful here obviously because I don't want to get ridiculed but yeah, um, I think the reference was handbags and there was another reference to um, some something else similar and. Uh, the woman said that that's been around for donkey's years. And then uh, Piers <laughs> decided that um, maybe that might be offensive to donkeys. And uh, we got into that chat. But I, I do I do think that sport is getting spoiled by all of this stuff now. And I know it's a sensitive subject, but, you know, for me, it's, it's yes, not everyone's going to be well educated on all of this stuff. And it's about intention. And uh, it comes it comes back to the point around VRR as well, I think, because you know, is is the intention for a striker to try and make a yard on someone versus actually just being offside? And I think if you go back to pre-VAR, I don't think it was a was it a massive issue? I don't think there were players that were trying to cheat, were they? It's not like the diving scandals, is it? Um, anyway, probably enough about that. those topics. We're going to get ourselves in trouble if we're not careful, are we? Yeah, it's an eggshell. It's an eggshell egg topic, but it's one that yeah, I think is becoming more prevalent, and it's not good to see. So if we go, if so, for the for the listeners out there, we're all based in Kent. So if we go down to tier two, um, we can have a pork pie, a beer, and potentially go to a game, right? Potentially, yeah. yeah. Probably be season yeah. first, but yeah, the, the option. Have you heard? Have. have you heard about this substantial meal? Reference that they're making <laughs> re tier two. No, I um, I've seen headlines, but go for it. I think, some, I think some people are saying uh, it's a two course meal. Um, some people, I've heard reference to scotch eggs and pork pies. Um, so I think the problem we've got is um, these establishments don't really know how to apply the rules. 
Um, but it'd be interesting to see, you know, when they when they do allow us to go and have a drink and go and watch the football, what the protocol and everything is. I've heard, you know, about testing you before you go in the ground or whatever, or testing your temperature and stuff like that. I don't know if it's going to be football like we know it or it's going to be pretty numb. I don't know. You're going to have to take them precautions now, though. Right. There's two ways about it and it's unfortunate. The reason I, other than wanting to stay safe, I don't want to go purely for the fact that, like you just said, it is taking the, you know, I can't then Charlton are losing 3 0 at home to MK Dons in 20 minutes. I can't go down to the concourse and stand there and have a beer for the rest of the game. I can't do that. I have to sit there and endure it. Yeah. What's it's... the point? I'm going to go and jam the sword. Yeah. And there's going to be no away support either, is there? So. Yeah, I'm basically going up watching my team play. I love it, but I love the social side of it more. Do you know do you know what it's gonna be like? You know that I don't know what they call it these days, the paint trophy cup, whatever it is. Papa um, John's. The Papa John's Is that what it is? It is the Papa John's trophy, isn't it? Pathetic. Yeah, that'll be like whatever game's like. No one bothers coming. No no one bothers coming from the away support. And uh there's about 50 people dotted around 160 seats or something. <laughs> you do, you That's... always have, like, you always have a handful of away support, no matter where they're from, and they're just dotted about in the away, and they're never together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, would just, it would just be, if we go down to Gillingham, it would just be a case of watching Steve Evans for 45 minutes, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'll chuck my pork pie in. Is, um, is Bowie still... Like a bit of a live wire, or is he? Is he calmed down now? Um, he's calmed down in the media front uh, a little bit. Uh, he's a bit of an egg case when he wants to be. <laughs> yeah, I remember the Kieran Dyer effort. Mm. Yeah. You don't see good old-fashioned fights anymore, do you? In football, no, no the old battle of Bramble Lanes. None of that is there anymore. No, no. Right, so that's it for another week of the Football Musketeers. For our next episodes, we want to hear from you guys. So if you've got any burning questions you want to hear us discuss, send them through to our Facebook or Twitter page, or you can send a voice note to our email address, which is footballmusketeers at yahoo.com. Until next time.